0: It is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Pray, the show here from the mothership studio 22. Hey, these are the last days, the last days that we're in this version of studio 22. We're going to the bigger, better, but new, improved, hard working man studio 22. We're renaming it. It's uh, what is that over there, Mark? Is that studio 33, 33 something? Yeah,
1: or? It, it used to be called 33, and then uh, someone ripped
2: like one of the
0: the the three so now they call it three i still kind of call it 33 but i don't think anyone really knows that's what i thought 33 33 33 over there and of course glenn beck used to have his set in there the news and why it matters used to be in there now graham allen dear america his uh rant nation and his dear america podcast are in there and we're on the other half of the room so yeah it's going to be interesting to see juggling back and forth you know graham's in there we're in there but well, we went over there and just took a quick little peek, and it's just coming together incredibly. It's it's really cool. Can't wait to see it. it, it and again, the way you see something, the people will come in this Studio 22, and they'll say, uh, man, I had no idea that this is the way this room looks. Yeah. Because the behind the scenes, it's never like what you see on the camera. Yeah. You know, I can't. You, they can't see all the cables and the cords and the lights and the whole thing that's going on. Yeah, it's it's the sexy.
1: It's really just a lot uglier um when you see it in person <laughs> I hate to break people's hearts
0: what
2: steve another thing is people don't realize that the guests can't look at me they can't see me they have to turn completely around in their seat to see me yeah because i'm literally behind them
0: yeah i it, we are fixing that people have probably picked up on that though because they've seen guests yeah, they look have. over their shoulder but yeah it's so that one at least because you'll be in front of everybody now Yeah, over in the bar. We we got a surprise name coming for the bar. We'll we'll figure out what that's going to be, and we'll reveal it once we're in there. And uh, you going to be comfortable on that chair stool? I think I'm going to be
2: more comfortable. I think because that's my natural habitat.
0: Just leaning on a bar,
2: leaning on a bar. That's awesome. We get a couple of girls in there to hang out with me, and it'll be like being at home. Well, not home, but you know.
0: I'm excited to get over there. We'll be over there here pretty pretty soon, and uh, we've got some big things we're going to do over there. We're going to do uh, some panel discussions in there. We'll have more. We'll be able to do more Skype interviews in a, in a new format because it's going to be just bigger and better and, and more versatile over there. The technology in that building is better. Uh, the y'all see Mark and Candace far better because they're going to have their own little spot in there, and it, people. It's funny because they were saying it looks like a liberal talk show. Like what the hell does a liberal talk show look like? I mean, what? it's just two chairs facing each other.
2: It's just but, like the David Letterman set. <laughs> I
0: know. Well, David Letterman doesn't have a, a, a buffalo named Mighty Heaton no. hanging over the fireplace. He, he does not, and we do. And people keep wanting to know if Silent Deer, uh, Herbert, Herbert, the Silent Deer, is coming over. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, you know, Herbert's. Her, Herbert has a future. I haven't heard much out of Herbert lately though. I'm sitting here with my lovely wife Jade. Hello. Hello. Are you are you do you care about the new studio or are you just kinda like meh?
1: No, I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. I just I went over there with you a while ago. I really, really like the chairs. I like everything about it. I, yeah. I don't feel like it's some liberal <laughs> place. I don't really I don't know what a liberal place is like, but I I really think it's awesome.
0: I've loved being in this studio. I really have. It's been nice and private. We've had our ups and downs. It's kind of like a part of the family. Like this studio mm-hmm. is part of the show. Yeah. The new one will be too, because a lot of this stuff's gonna be coming over with us. It'll be nice. We're just gonna be switching rooms. And I think folks will enjoy it. But it, that's kind of been the plan from the very beginning right. is for us to get over there so we can have a little more of a formatted show. And I know there are people who want to get on social media and say, oh, I just like the other videos you do. I don't like these. They're boring and they rattle on. Shut up. Well, What's <laughs> wrong with you? And
1: you still do the other videos. Sure They're do. still there. We do.
0: You know what sucks as a man? Losing your hair. Losing your hair. I had to get a little hair treatment. I did. I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm not discreet about it at all. I'm with you guys. Let me tell you something. If you want to get yourself fixed up in the hair department, let me give you a little education. There are two hair treatment products that are approved by the FDA that help you control this chemical in your body. It's a hormone, DHT. The problem is the older you get, your DHT is going to gets smaller. And that's what triggers your hair falling out. You guys know what I'm talking about. Now, listen, DHT, if you can increase that, it's going to trigger regrowth in a percentage of you guys. You're going to get your hair back. And if you're losing your hair and you still have some hair, guess what? It's going to stop falling out. So here's the thing. Those two products that you can get that have the DHT in it, They're extremely expensive, and you had to go to the doctor in order to get them. Well, I'm here to give you some good news, because there's a company called Keeps, keeps Keeps.com, that's going to offer generic versions of those two approved hair products. So not only are they up to 90% effective, they are 100% totally affordable. See, with Keeps, you can keep your hair without ever leaving your couch. All you got to do, you go online, go to Keeps.com, you answer a few questions, you got to snap a couple of pictures of your head, show them your hair, and a licensed doctor is going to review the info and re- recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. And then guess what? They're going to ship it right to your door. You don't even have to turn the television off. It's going to come right to your door. And discreetly, by the way, if you're one of those secretive kind of guys. So I got you a deal. Go to Keeps.com, dot com slash Action, you're gonna get a free online doctor consult and you're gonna get your first month of hair treatments free. Keeps.com slash action. You hear me? Keep your hair. Keeps.com slash slash action. I I just love the, the audacity that people have to just share everything that hits their brain. Yeah. You know, like I would never walk in your house and be like, this carpet looks like you know i would just never do that
1: well people will be happy to know that the couch that was up on the platform is no longer on the platform it doesn't mean it won't be on the platform or a platform or half off of a platform in the future where we have to sit sideways but if we do we will be safe i am a nurse i've got us
0: so i told the guys the other day i told mark i told uh chance the ginger soulless ginger rapper i told uh tim de donato i told chuck And I told all the guys over there working, I said, I want that couch like on, on a, just on strings, like a Katy Perry concert. Definitely. just comes down. Oh, yeah. And. You know,
1: that will be my all spot the man show girls in
0: bikinis will be sitting on it and they'll be yep. they'll come off and there'll be fireworks and then they'll cheer and stuff and then they'll go off and our guests will come on. Mm-hmm. Be kind of cool. Or
1: is the guest going to come down on the couch? No. Oh. would be
0: kind of cool, though, if you had bikini clad cheerleaders.
1: I mean, that's not what I would want, but I would come down like on well, no, we, would put, we could
0: put dudes on it like we could put uh, some Adonis goddess, God dudes, whatever, like some 300 soldiers.
1: I mean, that's fine.
0: We can put some Spata soldiers on there. But
1: I don't want sprayed on abs. No sprayed on abs. I you need want the real, real, uh, yeah. real deal? Yeah.
0: you the real deal. I thought dad bods were the thing. They are. They're not. Yeah. They are. They're, they're not. They are. Yes, they are. Dad <laughs> bods are the thing. If a guy
2: has that big, you know, much abs, they spend so much time in the gym, you yeah. don't ever get to see them.
0: I mean, why do you need six to eight abs when one will do? That's right. Really? Well, are mom Bob bodies in? Don't bother me none. Um, uh, they don't bother me none. Oh. I don't want – like, do you – like, seriously, like, what guy wants some – I mean, like, again, no offense to those who are into fitness and are into bodybuilding. More power to you. I'm not saying it's unattractive. But, like, I can't say that I want to snuggle up with somebody that could beat my ass. <laughs> you know? I, like, that's just my general thought. Uh, again, is it attractive? You really yes. think I can't beat your and ass? It's, well, I mean, you've tried. Uh, but, I mean, you could – I mean, it's it's – all of that is – First of all, I'm a dude, right? I'm a red-blooded American dude. I'm 98.6 right here. And so, I, like, women are a beautiful gender. I mean, I, I love women. I They're, don't understand. They're also 98.6. They are. I don't understand, <laughs> like, uh, look, to each their own. If you're a dude, you like other dudes, that's fine. It's just, you know, God bless you. I'll hug you. i kiss you right on the mouth if you're a dude. If you're my buddy, I'll kiss you, Sean. Allison took a picture of me kissing Steve the other day, right on the cheek. Yeah. I don't care. I've, I've seen, seen it in person. Picture. I know it's somewhere. Oh, it's somewhere. She's, She's got it. it. She's, She's holding, holding it. on to that for blackmail. But we, you know, yeah. she, you know, we don't care. But like, I don't care. I don't you care. know, when
1: I started working out, I I remember when I when you met me, I only weighed 112. I was pretty small. I had just had surgery for Crohn's, and you, and you would make fun of me talking about my little legs, and I would yeah. walk like that. But Let's I remember you telling me that. You know, once I started putting on weight, once I hit 30 and then I started getting extra weight back here that you that you liked it. And so then when I started working out, that was one of the first things to go. So do you still like
0: me? Like that, too. You know, I, my philosophy is, look, I'm going to love every inch of you if you add more inches and that's just more inches to love. And if you lose <laughs> them, I still love you. Aww. Just the same. And, well, but, you
1: said it in front of the camera. But so. I go
0: back to, and everybody knows that, but I'll go back to the point I was going to make. I, everybody's attractive. Like, I mean, you know, people, are, everybody's attractive in their own way. If you're attractive, like I tell my daughters, I've told them for years, I've always said, you're pretty, but you didn't have anything to do with that. You didn't have anything to do with that. That is, that is your parents and God that made you look the way you look. Now, you can enhance yourself. Various ways you can stay fit. You can mm-hmm. do makeup and all this kind of stuff. But, but again, my point is, I don't believe in like complimenting somebody. We've built this whole culture around how people look, and uh and the reason we've done that, that's why we have these concepts. Like, we can't joke about anything. Like, we can't joke about right. having a man bot or dad bot or a mom bot or whatever, or being overweight because that's fat shaming. No, no, no. The problem is we've created this culture whereby people are supposed to fit into this certain yeah. image. That's an expectation. Mm -hmm. And that's BS, because, again, you don't have anything to do with that. What you do have something to do with is uh, how smart you are. You have something to do with your personality, how outgoing you can be, uh, how loud you can be versus how quiet you can be. And and I'm talking about in a good way, like sometimes it's time to speak up. Sometimes it's time Mm -hmm. to shut up. You have control over those kind of mm-hmm. things. And those are uh, traits right there right. that make a person stand out.
1: Yep. It's it's always interesting, too, when, whenever you, you first meet somebody and you're like, nah. But then when they start talking, you're very they're very attractive. You know, they really have a lot to offer. And the way you look at them physically becomes different, too.
0: I was eating at the Twin Peaks the other day. I'm sure. And uh, my, my waitress, Barbie, I was like, this girl, she's meh. Then she started talking. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, but
1: I, I thought they didn't wear anything there.
2: Uh, Barbie doesn't have to say a word. <laughs> there.
1: Well, Steve threw you right under the bus.
0: <laughs> no, they wear clothes. There's just not a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Restaurants.
1: Restaurants. Restaurants. What other restaurants does that include? Hooters. And then the other one in Arlington.
0: Uh, I don't know about Yeah, it, the barbecue place. Oh, Bone Daddies. Yeah,
1: that girl, those girls don't wear much either.
0: They don't wear a lot. And then they've got a tilted kilt in some parts of the country. And then there's some place that we can't remember the name of that Chief took us to one day for lunch. And I was like, these girls ain't wearing no clothes. They are wearing lingerie. They are wearing lingerie. And I, I was like, I don't it think it third, I can I eat here. I want to third
2: base, but I know that's not it. It's some baseball Something term. like
0: that. And there is a third base place, okay. uh, I think over in Frisco or something. Don't ask me how I know. All third,
2: this. third base should be a restaurant if it's not.
0: Yeah, I think there is a place like that. And then this was like the, the pitcher's mound or the bullpen or something. Maybe that's it like the probably bullpen. home
1: plate. It would be
0: home so, plate.
1: Yeah, home plate. <laughs> we're going to go eat at the home plate. But it would be weird if there was like a restaurant where guys were walking around in Speedos. Would you no, want- they have that. Oh, So, okay. like, Allison talks I about know. a
0: place up in Calgary that she used to go to where the guys ran around in tidy whities They, were, they worked for the restaurant. And, and the women had uh, super soakers. <laughs> and they would just try to spray them and, and the whole deal. And so, yeah. Apparently, hmm. Allison frequented that joint a yeah. lot.
1: But do you I think used to that's- think one way about her, and now I think different. But-
0: <laughs> <laughs> You've always known. Listen, do you think that... Uh, but stuff like that, we live in a culture where people talk about how sex sells and image sells and things like that. Have we gone too far in that regard? What do you mean? Like we've the things used you're to... exposed to, the things your kids are exposed to.
1: Well, I had those thoughts until we went to Europe and they have naked stuff everywhere yeah. in the airport, grocery store. I mean, naked. it doesn't naked. They're naked. They're completely naked. There is nothing covering those people there. And they seem to be, get, be getting by okay. <laughs> but even I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, I they, come they, from America, and even I was a little uncomfortable when I got off the
0: airplane. You can probably say this about America, and I'll throw a term out there because you can definitely say it about Europe. It's a post-Christian society. Yes. There. It's not something that where faith is really determining their culture, and by and large, mm-hmm. that's happening in America these days. It's so this idea of, of dressing with decency and self-respect. Now, now, me personally, and people can laugh at it, whatever. I mean, me personally, someone who is much more self-respecting, such more, much more demure, if you will, in terms of how they dress or present themselves, far more attractive to me, mm-hmm. far more attractive to me than somebody that's got to sling it around out there and objectify themselves in order to be objectified by others.
1: But if, yeah, I think, I think you're exactly right. So if somebody is insecure, um, especially a pretty girl, you know, they've probably been told all their life how pretty they are and they may feel like that's all they've got going for them. So of course they're going to show all that. The problem is at some point in their life, maybe 50 or 60 years old, that's going to go away. Yeah. It's so important that that, like you said earlier, that the focus isn't what he's so cute or she's so pretty or, or whatever, that that shouldn't be the focus yeah. even even brandon this our seventh grader he he was like now why is it that you know we always have to be sure that the shorts are at a certain length but the girl the the the, the cheerleaders their skirts are up much higher than their than the, the tips of their fingers and i'm like well why why would you have a problem with that and, you know i figured you would like that and he's like no i think it's a little bit weird i, I you know they sit down and then their dress comes way up you know he's definitely paying attention because he's a, bloomers
0: though you are wearing bloomers, but remember but when you were underwear. 12 or 13? Remember when you were 13 years old? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: bloomers no. is underwear.
2: In some ways, I'm still 13.
1: <laughs> in a lot of ways. In all ways, you're still 13. ways. You Tough and Brandon could have had that conversation. But isn't it interesting that he didn't care for that? He didn't like that. He
0: thought well, he it was weird. he doesn't understand the standard. So it, I, let, let's qualify it because we know our son. He likes it. Oh, yeah. he It's fun to look at, but he doesn't... He has this real strong sense of justice mm-hmm. and right and wrong. Like, like it bugs him. Like, if he's watching a movie and the movie's just not going the way he feels his sense of justice, he gets genuinely pissed off. Like, this was problematic when he was younger. Yeah. Because you couldn't watch a movie with no. him. Because if the bad guy or somebody started to sympathize with the bad guy, he was like, hey, because he was able to watch the movie from the perspective that the characters, they don't see the full perspective. Right. You see the full picture. Right. And he would get just mad mm-hmm. so it's his sense of justice in mm-hmm. that regard that he doesn't understand like why are they doing that oh trust me he's he enjoys the view oh
1: yeah I, I mean
0: bless their hearts you know I don't want to go to Epstein in this thing but yeah they're they're you know he's a boy
1: well and I know that a couple of them they know they know each other even from elementary school and they are nice girls So I don't know if he feels uncomfortable now. Maybe so. You know, maybe it just makes him feel uncomfortable because they were friends before. There's some weird
0: places that there's some, let me qualify this. First of all, there's some, there's some weird things, weird stages that happen in a boy's life. Okay. He's in one of them. All right. That, that coming into pubescence, coming into puberty, that's all of a sudden your hormones are going crazy. You know, you're, you're, you're still five foot two, but you got a size 12 shoe. It's, you know, the things (laughs) don't make sense. You're awkward. Uh, hormones are happening and it happens in a girl's life as well at different mm-hmm. stages. Girls tend to mature uh, a little bit quicker than, you know, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. now you, you notice Brandon, every time he's out in the yard, he's got to take his shirt off.
1: Oh yes. You know,
0: if he's out. Playing basketball or whatever. Shirt's got to come off. Well,
1: he did strength and conditioning. Well, uh, he started working he, out. Yeah. So they, we so had to hear about that every day because oh, he's God. like,
0: oh, well, wait, I'm getting pretty buff. <laughs> you know, I'm getting pretty and I'm like, yeah, OK, concave. But, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, he's like, I'm, and he is. I mean, he he's is. starting to look like a young man. He's he got is. hair on his legs. And, yes, you know, and he's a he's a, he's a great little athletic mm-hmm. kid mm-hmm. and got a great physique and all this stuff. But you, you see that he's going through that. He's starting to get that self-awareness, that mm-hmm. testosterone's blooming. And so he's getting that self-awareness of the the masculinity that's in there. Yeah. Another big phase that guys go through is when they hit about 19 to 20 to 21, and you start going from being a boy into true manhood. Yeah. Because that's a change that happens right in there, typically in that range, because now you're fighting with this, the, the masculinity and the responsibilities of now being a man. Mm-hmm is fighting with the restlessness of the boy because you got to lay one down and pick another mantle up. Right. And that's difficult. Happens again, typically when they get into their early 30s. Happens again around their early 40s. Men just go through these phases. The problem we have, back to Steve's point, is we have not taught our young men how to come out of adolescence. And they still have that crazy, uncontrolled 13-year-old running wild inside of them, and they don't know how to fix that, handle it control it and position it in the proper way. Mm -hmm. Right. You should be able to take that type of restlessness and put it into your career, into providing, into hunting, into gathering these kind of things, which, again, I'm getting into stereotypes of what masculinity is. But by and large, historically, that's what it has been. Mm -hmm. So. That's why these guys can never settle down and be satisfied with one woman. They got to go out there and they got to keep throwing it around because they're still that little boy looking for that Playboy magazine that they hid in the bushes or, you know, down by the creek. And so that's the thing. See, Steve doesn't like this conversation because he hits close to home because he's still a little boy. Look at him. (laughs) Look at him. Very much so. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I think you go through stages in life where you're, you're that way. And then you, you know, as you're raising your kids and you're doing, you know, being, you know, the father and stuff. And then I think you, as they start leaving the house, you kind of start.
0: You kind of go back into it. You get that, what they call a midlife crisis, right? I've already had three or four of those. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, you know, whatever, but I think I had my first one at 25. What is it? John Mayer (laughs) calls it in his song, a quarter life crisis. Yeah. I think maybe I had one of those when I was about 26 years old, but it's and now I'm 46 years old and you feel your age. And things don't work the same way they used to work. And you, you get, <laughs> you know, problems in your joints and, and just stuff starts falling apart. That second law of thermodynamics, entropy, you know, things at motion tend to fall apart. And that's <laughs> what happens. So you're not like you're a 21-year-old guy walking around with an erection all the time, you know, barking at everything that moves and you know, like Steve, he'd hump a watermelon if it wouldn't roll down the hill. But, you know, that's the deal. Get Roman.com. Get Roman.com. Why I aren't we doing so, a dad read on this one, yeah. Candice? Get so, Roman.com. I'll read
1: it. So I wonder why I, – I, I bet that's why that – we were talking about the dad bot earlier. I think that the reason that that is attractive is because from the female perspective, this guy perhaps – is okay settling down not quitting life not stopping but they're not necessarily out there trying to hook up with the girl that's got shorts on that look like underwear and the t-shirt that's over it so well, it looks like they have could. no
0: shorts on okay so <coughs> let's use i'm not again, sure
1: what that trend is let's but, use the
0: guy that's this middle aged, 45 46 years old uh let's use me my guy as the example again my age he wouldn't know what to do with it if she said, mm-hmm. bring it on. This 21-year-old girl comes to him, and she's all bing, bang, doom and she got her bloomers on. He would he would be like, he wouldn't know. I mean, he'd want to. He would know, theoretically, what to do. But he would be like, oh, honey, her. honey, you know what? I'm feeling kind of tired. I think I'm on you can head on out now. I'm all... <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's true. Well, I've tried to tell Brandon, you know, When I see them looking at a couple of girls that are just wearing T-shirts and their vans or whatever, and it looks like that's all they're wearing, and I'm like, remember, everybody else is looking at those girls, too. So, you know, be sure that you're picking a female that's that's yours, that not everybody else is trying to hook up
0: with. I can remember years and years and years ago, probably 20-something years ago. Maybe not quite, but about 20 years ago, at least. My brother, we were riding down the street. These girls were walking down the street, and my brother goes, who's 10 years older than me, he Mm -hmm. said, girls are just different. They look different these days. And I said <laughs> Older. no. I said no. They're packaging them different these mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. It's a big difference. Girl, women have always built been built the same way. I mean, the feminine body is what it is, and you know, we have the dad bods now because we don't work physically as they did in prior generations. Yeah. You know, used to be, you know, my grandparents, they would get my grandfathers. They got up in the morning. They ate biscuits and gravy mm-hmm. and pork chops and eggs, and and they were skinny as a rail. Because they call that you got to eat something's going to stick to your ribs, right? Because those guys were going to eat; they were going to work all day mm-hmm. out in the sun. Out there, I mean. Now we live a sedentary life. We have to get up and go pay money to do things. <laughs> and
2: they probably active. had worms. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, they had a tapeworm. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> But it's true, Mark. You're a young man. Am I am I hitting anywhere close to home on things here? I mean, does that does that at least absorb right into your brain a little bit? I mean, is it is it is it pass the smell test a little bit?
2: Yeah,
1: I think it makes sense.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Are you are you okay with your dad bod at this? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't
2: know if I'm prepared for this question. I don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I mean you know. Get to a place. Hey, my weight's always gone up, down, up, down, up, down. But I, you
1: always I, have a pretty face.
0: I gain and lose the same fifteen pounds over and over again. <laughs> you know, I'm working. I'm working. You know, I'm working out again. I'm back in the gym, and after having the arm surgery last year, mm-hmm, it gave me a reason mm-hmm, to be mm-hmm. uh, lazy. Yeah. And it, and it scared me honestly because you know I can feel the pain of where they drill through my bone to tie yeah. that tendon back in. How
1: was that lifting this morning? Oh, it's fine. It was okay. Well, but you weren't lifting this way.
0: Yeah, and doing heavy stuff, I, I still, it's a lot, it's painful, but it's getting better. Good. It's getting better. Um, And, you know, I have the arthritis and the gout in my ankles, and that's from playing ball all those years. And, you know, an unhealthy lifestyle of things you <laughs> eat and consume and drink. And, you know, you live like kings, you get the ailment of kings. So, mm-hmm. but again, I don't, I'm at an age right now, like I'm not walking around like anybody, anybody that's human. Anybody that's human can admire pretty things. You can admire an attractive human being. You can watch a movie and you can be like, oh, that Mark Wahlberg. He's nice. He's nice. (laughs) But that doesn't mean you're objectifying them. And and that's the issue that I'm getting at is is so like you have Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce Jenner, who who identifies as a woman and they name him woman of the year.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: What was it? ESPN that did that name him woman of the year. Now see that to me is the ultimate insult to yep, women. I agree. I mean are you telling me that there's not a woman, a a genetic woman? There is. On the planet, who wasn't more deserving of that than a man who's pretending to be a woman because he says he's a woman on the inside. Now,
1: I don't but care that, how But that's why they gave it to him because he had all the courage to come out and say that. Like what did he but actually he still, do? still
0: not a woman. And I understand what everybody in their esoteric worlds out here is saying. Oh, but he is a woman because he feels like a woman. Well, what if I feel like a black man? I'm not a black man.
1: Well, they're not going to let you take any awards. I
0: need to get the NAACP award for something. I don't even know. If they, I don't know what they do. The Arthur Ashe. <laughs> what do they give out, Candice? You're a person of color.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm. we're going to just toss all these POC questions to me from now on. <laughs> it's and a I podcast. Not a pod,
0: POC, cast. (laughs) POC, People of Color cast.
1: Thank you for allowing me to be here. (laughs) I am so thrilled and honored. You're
0: welcome. Hey, you know Mm -hmm. what? Get yourself a penis. We'll give you a dude of the year award. I mean, that's the same one. That's where you lost me. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Done. She's out. Candace just checked out. Candace said, no more hot mic over here, baby. I know, but that's the ultimate insult to me. To a woman, I would think. Mm Mm-hmm. To say, okay, here's a guy who says he feels like a woman, and he's going to come out, and he's going to dress like a woman. or we're going to be the woman of the year. Now, look, save your hate mail. Just be logical for a minute. Just be logical and really think this thing through. You know, it, that's, that's where we've gotten so up in our brains. We've gotten so ethereal-minded. We're no earthly good at this point because we just aren't thinking logically. There's XX chromosomes, and there's XY. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I mean there, now yes well, there might trisomy. be there might be a few that are out there on a very small scale that have some kind of jumbled up mix and whatever that is so rare. That is so rare. We're not talking And that's about okay. That. <laughs> and it is okay. But we're not talking about that. Right. When you talk about a Caitlyn Jenner. That's that's the thing. And I don't care if you're transgender, more power to you. God bless you. You go be you. I don't care. You go be you. But don't go out there and start demanding to compete with someone that genetically is not the same gender—that's what I was—or yeah. get awards that really somebody with that same mm-hmm. gender deserves. I mean, that—that that to me is ultimate hypocrisy, and it's an yeah. insult, and it is the ultimate form of the objectification of mm-hmm. that other sex.
1: Well, and I've read I've read multiple stories, athletic stories, where these these girls, you know, they're trying to get scholarships and do all of these different things, but they they miss out on the spots because two or three guys are taking their spot.
0: Yeah. Because you got Derek, who's now Drusilla, who can deadlift four hundred and sixty mm-hmm. pounds, yeah. and you know, and there's you know Susie, who's still humping up two twenty.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, there's no competition. Are you going to let your daughter crawl on a wrestling mat or get in a jujitsu match or something like that with this guy that used to play linebacker for Mississippi State and now he's <laughs> you know now he wears a dress.
1: But I, and I surely this has happened. Has they to get murdered? I want to. I want to read the story about the transgender female that's now competing with the males. I mean, has that occurred yet? They demand to to compete not, with males. Not real
0: high in demand. Yeah, because I haven't read that NFL, story.
2: Uh, was it a kicker? Yeah, that one that she was trying out at least or something. How's that going?
0: I don't you know. know but look, more power to you. If you want to do that, if you're a female and you want to try out for an NFL team and you want to play you want to play whatever position go go try out but god bless you
2: standards mm-hmm. should be the same
0: i mean god bless you go try it but no you're exactly right it's you have these the guys that are transitioning into women and they're going out and competing you don't have a lot of girls transitioning into men and then they're going to go out like what prison they're going to go to like like mm-hmm. wait you're going to say you're going to tell me that you got a biological female that identifies as a male who commits a crime you're going to send them to an all male prison and she's got a vagina now, you can identify all you want.
1: Well, when The it, it,
0: cell block C going to get rowdy tonight. I know.
1: And if she gets pregnant, then what? Well, no, if she's she a man now. She's going well, to have to worry I, about that. Well, I know. But sometimes things biologically happen, whether you believe it or not. Yeah. I remember when I got pregnant, it biologically happened. I just didn't believe it. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God.
0: I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I just, you know, I, I, be attracted to who you want to be attracted to. I, I don't care. I, I, like, I don't care. I mean, you're not my child. You—if my child mm-hmm. comes to me and says this is the issue I'm dealing with—well, we're going to go in depth and we're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to love them regardless of what mm-hmm. they decide to do with their life or their—you know—whatever they do. All I'm saying is, it's just gotten so ludicrous out here. So now, so now we live in a culture where if I—if—and I'm using me as a as a generic male—if a male looks out there and it says to a girl, "You're pretty." We can't do that anymore. I know because you're objectifying them. But we're living in a culture that is doing the ultimate to objectify both of them. Yep. And calling it okay through things like this Caitlyn Jenner example can't do that. If you're pretty, I'm gonna tell you you're pretty. I'm gonna tell you pretty. And you've been around me a lot. Mm-hmm. I tell I tell I I don't care who you are. I'll baby you, darling you, honey you, yeah. sugar you. Now I do it tongue in cheek. I'm playing with you. I'm not being condescending. But how many times? You know, and you know what? They get it. They understand. If mm-hmm. you don't like it, tough. I'm not insulting you. I'm yep. complimenting you. I'm endearing myself to you, and you to me. I'm not trying to get your pants. I don't <laughs> want your pants. I don't need in your pants. I got enough stuff going on in my life. The last thing I need is somebody. You got going, enough. You got enough going on in your pants. <laughs> I got enough happening. I got enough not happening in my pants that I'm like I'm good without. You know. You it's know in nursing
1: school they told us not to use terms of endearment. And that's so hard when you have a patient that you've been with for 14 hours straight. Oh, I know. Not especially to in finally the South. Look at them. Yeah, especially here in the South. It's it, after a while I was like, "Oh, I don't care." I'd be like, "Okay, honey, what else can I do for you?" It just rolls off the tongue. Mm-hmm. It's I'm not going to be like, "All right, patient 125. What what what?" You know, I
0: mean, so okay, so I do the same thing with men. I just meet you. I call you brother. Mm-hmm. I, you know, brother, I, I'm always, you know, "Hey, brother, what's up?" You know, mm-hmm. hey, buddy. You know, I hug a dude's neck, total stranger. I just met you, heard about you. We've talked to each other, whatever, over online or over the phone or whatever. And then you come into the studio. We just had that with uh, 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 Pete the other day. He comes in and, you know, we hugged each other, met each other, hugged each other. It, now, look, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, I'm not touching anybody inappropriately. But then you have this deal. Well, that's
1: your opinion. Well, I mean, nowadays, nowadays it's your Biden. opinion.
0: Now, look, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not Joe Biden and anybody. <laughs> like I'm also not running for office and I'm, you know, Joe Biden, I don't know if you saw the video the other day where Joe Biden, he, this woman asked him a question. Well, he grabs her hands and he's holding them like this right in front of him. He's holding her close to him. And you could tell it's kind of an uncomfortable thing. And he's just talking right in her face, just right in her face while holding. And he just does it for a prolonged time. And the lady comes out later on so and said it made her feel uncomfortable. Well, I wouldn't do that with a guy. Neither would Joe Biden. He's not going to grab a man's hands and hold him up here like this. That gets inappropriate. You know, if Candace is over here and I, and I walked into Candace, I'm not going to walk up to Candace and just hold her hands right here in front of me while I say, OK, I'm going to need you to give me a three minute clip from the last segment we did that we can put on social media. I mean, it's just like I said, who needs all that stuff?
2: If you see a Except transgender Steve. female, do you tell her that she's? beautiful
0: I've seen some pretty she, ones Yeah I mean uh, if she is Me and Kyle uh Me and Kyle were uh <laughs> I love it We were out in in Denver, Colorado and I thought it was a woman and she came in that was the littlest dude I've ever seen I mean just narrow had a little butt like a 12-year-old boy and just come running in there and and Kyle said look at that girl. She's got a head on her like a house cat. (laughs) (laughs) And he did. He had a big old head on his little old tiny body and he was prancing around there in his little dress or whatever. And I said, well, you gotta hand it to him. He's fit, you know. And I mean, he was just sassy. And just having a time. But no, I... I won't say that that person was that attractive, but I mean I've been out in Hollywood mm-hmm. and seen some people, and I'm like, they look man.
1: They look pretty good in Vegas too.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, so, so we've had multiple events, for instance, in Vegas. You go yeah. out there and you got all these quote unquote showgirls that come to mm-hmm. these events, and they're all lined up, and every one of them is six two. Yeah,
1: yeah they're and they're not female. They're not females. Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I can remember telling Trey Chapman because Trey was like, "My God, dude." Dang, well, man. he likes those. That, man, that yeah. was incredible, dude. You see them girls? Holy <laughs> Where do you think they got all them tall women from? Man, they were hot, man. I said, they were men.
2: <laughs> no, they
0: weren't men. They were, they were not men. I'm like, no, they're men. <laughs> Straight up dudes, bro. There ain't no way there's a man in there.
2: That's him trying to convince himself. Yeah, I know. Either. It's okay. And then he's
0: like, well, screw it. They look good anyway. I'm like, exactly. Yeah, that's okay. Exactly. Yeah. More power to you. Knock yep. yourself out. I mm-hmm. mean, just, I don't want to wake up with you tomorrow morning. <laughs>
1: well, have you done it? You don't know.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, no, I've got a feeling I'm not going to like it. I'm not going to like the way you without, feel. <laughs> no. But did you see this thing the other day? Was it Vox? Where the girl, was it Vox? Or was it Vice? It was Vice. Where the, the African-American girl, she was talking about the overuse of the word guys. Vox. It was Fox. Yeah, and and how you can't you got to stop generalizing everyone by if you speak to and so she was like for instance she went back in history talking about the the late Guy Fox who you know that's where if if uh, you were referring to you know if, if it was it's based on you were a Guy Falk if you God what was the example she used in the whole thing but anyway it was basically like a
1: term like it generated from guy fox who tried blowing up parliament yeah. and then it turned into sort of like a grouping of males yeah. and then
0: yeah and how you it, just referred to them as guys right, right. i do that on guys.
2: youtube all the time when i go mm-hmm. into the hey guys i know you're yep. on the live chat I'm not going to change. But if
0: you're sitting there in a conference room and you've got a dozen people that work for you and you're leading a meeting and you've got six women and six men, you go, OK, guys, here's what we're going to do. Right. You've got to stop doing that. But women say that, too. Well, I know. I mean, guy, 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 guy. guy. If you're going to go all the way back to Guy Fawkes, who lived in what, the 1700s, 1600s, <laughs> 15, 1600s, and, and that's your excuse is, oh, because Guy Fox was a douche. And so now they're using the word guys, and you can't refer to women as guys. I mean, that's, you're getting kind of crazy. People watching <laughs> this and listening to this don't even know who Guy Fawkes was. No, I no. don't.
2: And I'm listening. <laughs> and if you said guys and gals, then they would have a problem with gals. Yeah, how dare you
0: call me a gal? I'm yeah. not your gal. Yeah. Well, you know, I always do that in, as kind of in a tongue-in-cheek manner. I'll have anybody walk up to me. Some lady will say something, and I'll say, yes, ma'am. Oh, but yeah. I do that all the time on a text message. You ask me a question. Hey, you want me to be there at eight a.m.? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, it's just it's just a colloquialism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a colloquialism, and people are like, well, don't call me ma'am. Okay.
1: And then, and, here we, the, <laughs> and then we've got, you know, our, our, we're teaching the young ones, yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. And now we're saying you can't say that when you're older.
0: Well, these days, by and large, kids aren't saying that. And, 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 hey, again, to each their own. Culture is changing. I, I still appreciate the yes, sirs and the yes, ma'am. Uh, Colonel West, uh, Alan West comes in here and sits down in that chair. I yes, sir, him. I didn't serve I in too. the Army. But I respect who he is. I respect what he's accomplished. I respect what he did. And, and Manny is. So, But, you know, that's a different kind of form. But, yeah, I'll yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Somebody's mm-hmm. like, hey, you want a menu? Yes, ma'am. I have to catch myself because we travel all over the country. Yeah. You know, I've held doors open for people in California and L.A. And they're like, oh. And I'm like, well, just let it drop on them.
2: They think you're going to grab their wallet or something. Yeah, man. Just <laughs> <They're really laughs> right.
0: stop. You don't have to mark out that word, Candace, do you? What word? Oh. <laughs> now it's getting out of hand. Don't do the long beep. Like, people people really get confused with the long beat. Just go what beep. What did they beep out?
1: <laughs> Candace, you do your job how you're supposed to. Party time, Thank Mom. You, stay
0: horned. Hey, don't objectify anybody, but stay horned. Uh, I, I, You know, but come on. Come on, guys. I mean, the, the stuff, like, I I kind of, Candace, and I'm talking to you too, Candace, on this one. <laughs> because you're you're pretty adept in terms of what's going on culturally and around the world. I like I don't think that the majority of people really are thinking that way. No. I just think like Vox puts a video out and they're like, Okay, well here's a crazy idea and then the right goes nuts going, Oh, everybody on the left thinks you can't use the word guys anymore. No, this is this a minority of people? Right. Who think that? Way. Yeah, that's probably true. Yes.
2: Anything to draw attention to what they're doing? Mm-hmm.
0: Or... Well, you know, what I do is is I, I always try to encourage the right, because that's who's watching this, by and large. I encourage I'm like, don't jump to these conclusions. Like, for instance, we shared an article the other day on, on my political cowboy page uh, from Tribunist.com about how um, Post Malone, mm-hmm. he jokingly – well, he put Ozzy Osbourne on one of his records, on one of his latest songs mm-hmm. – and uh, he said, "This Ozzy Osborne guy is really going to be something." Well, I mean, obviously, he's kidding. He's kidding. And then there were people who got on there and they on Twitter and they were kidding too, going, "Well, who is this Aussie Osborne guy?" Thank God for Post Malone, giving this you know unknown guy a chance. <laughs> they were joking. Well, so you, we wrote this article, and it's kind of a parody article. Well, people are losing their minds, going, "Well, who the hell is Post Malone? Who the heck is he? Screw Post Malone. <laughs> Screw these idiots. This generation is dead." Oh my god, I want off this planet. I wish Jesus would return and take me away. (laughs) Because they insulted the the Prince of Darkness, Ozzy Osbourne. (laughs) I mean, I need Jesus to save me. How dare they insult Black Sabbath? (laughs) (laughs) That's the kind of stuff that's out there. And I'm like, look, guys.
2: I think it's just people they know that they They haven't.
0: You would
1: think. Yeah, I think people run with it a little too. But they get
0: so Seriously sometimes Like mm-hmm. is Ozzy Osbourne Really that big of a deal In your life You can't just Joke around about it A little bit You know I mean you can't even Understand what Ozzy's saying Mm-mm. He sounds just like him
1: And then he eats a puppy And he's
2: not, and he, Is alive. he one of those That doesn't do drugs Or is He did, he did. Well, I'm okay.
1: sure he, he did.
0: has done he Some form I'm thinking drug. of
2: somebody else That like never did drugs Or alcohol Oh no he, he did Yeah Right
0: and you know the the Motley Crew mockumentary documentary mm. thing that they just did. I read that book, right? The Motley Crew book, and, and the book was great. And they that's a true story about how uh, Nikki Six, Ozzy uh, peed on the on the
1: uh, oh, by the pool, mm-hmm.
0: and got down and licked it up, and so Nikki Six jumped down there and licked up his pee too. And then Ozzy grabbed a straw out of somebody's drink and started snorting a line of ants, and like, like these people are nuts, right? I mean, there's, there's been, they've been doing some crazy stuff in their life, but yeah, now you see what you get out of that. But I digress. But anyway, people are getting too worked up over stuff they read online. Just chill a little bit. Like, just because somebody on Vo- Vice or Vox says something dumb or Buzzfeed, doesn't mean the entire world's thinking that way. right? Doesn't mean the entire world's. So when it comes to gender relations, when it comes to relationships themselves, just chill, everybody. Be attracted to who you're attracted to. You run on with it. You do the thing. Your conscience is your god. You know, if you have, if you if you believe in God, let let your God be your God. That, that's that's on you. That's on you. I'm not here trying to convert anybody. I'll always tell you what I believe, but I'm not going to condemn you or judge you or anything else for what you do. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. But stop condemning it. Stop judging everybody that might think a little bit different from you.
1: (laughs) So you don't think you judge?
0: I really don't. (laughs) I I, I tend to I tend to think of myself. The only thing I judge is things that I think are just pure ignorance. Hmm. Like I just talk half the time. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I just I just formulate it (laughs) as the words come out. But that's kind of where my shtick, you know, it's always Mm -hmm. been, okay, I'm just going to pull over on the side of the road and start the camera in my truck and boom, here's what's coming out of my face. Mm -hmm. You still do truck videos?
1: (laughs) Mm. Is Mm. Willie still around?
0: What happened to Mm Willie? Where is Willie? Yeah, where is Willie? Willie. Anyway. You still um, live with Jade? (laughs) Jade who? Who is Jade? (laughs) Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I think of myself in general on the on the street level, the least judgmental person that's out there. But I will judge stupidity that affects other people. Oh, I do hate this stupidity. I mean, the lack of logic, you know, mm-hmm. like Pete Buttigieg, who comes out the other day trying to use the Bible. And he just obliterates Genesis 2 through 7 by trying to use it to justify abortion because he says, well, it's not a human life until it takes its first breath. That kind of stuff, I'll judge that because that's just ignorance. That's just dumb. So Hmm. and even if you believe that, trying to use the Bible to defend it in that way was just dumb.
1: Well, especially because the lungs are working inside. Yeah. It's just with fluid instead of air. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that kind of stuff I judge. I love you. I love you, too. You're pretty. I don't care how fat you get. Okay. You eat up, chubby.
1: Well then, I'm going to quit Levi Memmer. I'm going to quit ITS and just get fat.
0: Nah, he won't <laughs> let you do that. He likes the money, money, money. You know, you know what happens though. And I will give a big shout out to Levi. Yeah, uh, his wife Erin Memmer mm-hmm. sold us our house years ago. Mm-hmm. She's she's still doing real estate. No,
1: she's not. She's, she's not doing She's real doing she, something else. She's though. got a
0: lot of kids. Well,
1: she's, she's, she's only got three.
0: That's a lot. <laughs> so anyway, Levi, he's got this thing over in uh, Crowley, Crowley, Texas, uh-huh. Burleson area. Uh, called intensity training systems. Mm-hmm. I used to do it years ago. Yeah. And it's just a group training thing, low impact, mm-hmm. high intensity right. training you do with a group.
1: All ages, all ages,
0: all, all sizes, all, all sizes. fitness levels. Yep. You start at a certain level and they work you up and you just get stronger and, and you just get better and, and they work with you at your mm-hmm. pace and your level. It's just phenomenal people and it's, it's affordable and you can go in there and mm-hmm. you just join the group. You started doing that Eight or nine months ago. Yeah,
1: it's been a while.
0: Yeah, because I quit yeah. a few years ago. I got on the road and I mm-hmm. just couldn't keep up with doing that. And But I, I back doing it mm-hmm. because it keeps me accountable.
1: And you know, one thing that Levi <laughs> does that's really awesome is he'll send out emails um, with just different, lots of positive things. Um, and he'll say, I'm not done here. Don't 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 get off of this email yet. I'm still saying something. I mean, he really captures your attention and he said something the other day that I've been telling my patients. Um basically, and somebody had said something to him about it and he was reiterating it. You're on the road a lot. However, any any kind of of working out or eating right, any positive choice you make is better than no positive choice at all. And I just I, the way he said it was a lot better than that. But well,
0: like this morning, we went to Chick-fil-A and grabbed a grab you had a yogurt and mm-hmm. I had a chicken biscuit. Yeah. And I said, well, hey, you know, yeah, it ain't the best thing to go eat the Jesus chicken for breakfast <laughs> if you trying to eat healthy. But at least I did work out before it. Now, here before I would have eaten a Jesus chicken.
2: I have to give you a little credit because yeah. the uh, other day I went in your hotel room and you, had, you were working out with a big rubber band. Yeah. Or stretchy thing. That's the the
0: technical term for it. Yeah. It was a rubber band. Yeah, stretchy (laughs) thing. You were really getting after it. Yeah, (laughs) 46 years old, man. Got to keep boosting the testosterone. It's
2: either that or a Mm -hmm. three-foot condom. (laughs) (laughs) Three foot.
0: (laughs) All right. Candice, queen of the Ethiopians, puppet master Mark, party foul Steve, lovely Jade, myself. Come see me. Watchchat.com has all the dates. Find them. Go to where podcasts are offered. Subscribe, download, listen, tell your friends about it. Let's take it to the top. Go to Apple Podcasts. Find us over there. And of course, you can watch it on YouTube and share it with your friends. And I will say this as well. Um, rate us, review us. You can go if you're, uh, it's simple to do on a computer, but if you're on your mobile device, you can go to where podcasts are offered. Scroll all the way to the bottom when it ends on the episodes, few down. You can rate it, leave a good review. We only accept five-star ratings because we're worth it. We love y'all. God bless you from Studio 22. We're landing the mothership. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.